started our time of worship. Amen. Amen. Come on in. Welcome. Praise the Lord. What another beautiful day to be in the Lord's house. Amen. 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 Well, we want to welcome everyone today. We're so glad that you're here. Welcome to Pleasant Grove Assembly of God. I hope you're excited to be in the house of the Lord, and I hope you came with a great expectation this morning. Did you come expecting to meet with God today? Yes. Amen. He will never let us down. Amen. He'll never never forsake us. We can we can be assured that when we gather in his name that he's here in our midst and he loves us today with an everlasting love. Well, we're excited to get into our worship time this morning and and we're excited to hear from our special guest this morning. Pastor will be giving a proper introduction a little later, but we're glad to have Bishop Jones with us and uh, praise the Lord. And so we just want to give you an opportunity if you would like to uh, bless the bishop uh, later during our offering time. We won't be receiving a, a, a separate offering, so just make sure that you mark your envelope. You can designate it to Bishop Jones, and then at the end of the service, our offering time, you can just place that in the plate. Amen. Amen. Well, praise the Lord. This is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Are you glad today? We have so much to be thankful for. Will you stand all over this place this morning? Let's open our heart to the Lord this morning and let's lift our song to Him. Hallelujah. Because He is worthy. Amen. Of our highest praise. What a mighty God we serve. Let's pray and worship together. Heavenly Father, we thank You, Lord, for another day. Lord, that we can enter into Your house, that we can come, Lord God, into Your presence this morning and worship the true, the living God, Lord. Oh, from which all blessings flow, Lord God. Father, we love You today. And we thank You for Your great salvation. We thank You for Jesus, for our Lord and our Savior, Lord God. Father, that we have access, Lord God, to You now through faith in Christ, by Your grace. Father, receive our worship today. And we ask You to minister to every need in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, would you be free from your burden of sin? This power is the blood, power is the blood. Would you or evil and victory win? This wonderful power is the blood. There is power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of the
morning that you are the God that never changes. You're the God that never fails, ever faithful, Lord God. We thank you that we can run to you. Oh, Jesus, that you are working all things together for our good. I count on one thing, the same God that never fails, will not fail me now. You won't fail me now in the waiting. The same God is never late. He's working all things out. Working all things out. Yes, I will lift you high in the lowest valley. Yes, I will bless your name.
Wonderful Jesus, wonderful Jesus, we love you. Hallelujah. the road will get rough, but I have promised to hold you in the palm of my hand. For the way will not always be easy, but I have promised never to leave thee nor forsake thee. So don't let your faith rest on the condition of the road, but let your faith rest firmly on the fact that I hold you in the palm of my hand. And I will steady thee, and I will strengthen thee, and I will be thy stabilizer in the midst of a stormy and sometimes confusing world. But let your faith rest in me, for I will be your keeper, and I will be your God. Amen. Thank you, Lord. 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 Lord, we love you and praise you. We thank you. In a world where we don't know one day from the next, we do have our certainty in thee. We have a confidence that you don't change. That your promises are yes and amen. We can trust in you. We can cast every burden on you. And we can rest our lives totally confident that the work you began, you will complete in each one of us. And for that, we give you praise. We give you honor. And all God's people said, Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. Amen. Isn't that true? Hey, you you can't. If you're expecting a road that's not rough and has some potholes, you're on the wrong side of eternity. Amen. No, this side and this side is not happening. But we know regardless of the condition of the road, Jesus got everything under control. And we know he holds us and he keeps us. And I think some often we get our vision on the condition and that gets us fearful or frustrated. But the vision can't be on the condition. It's got to be on the Savior. Amen. Because he's the one that has the good promise. He's the one that gives us unceasing care. Amen. Others can leave. Others can fall short. But the Lord Jesus with us constantly, holding us continually. We don't have to look to all these things the world looks at for hope and for strength and for encouragement. we got a God that cannot fail. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, so good to have everybody out this morning. We are so blessed to have Bishop and Sister Jones with us, hailing from that great city of Chicago. They were with us last year and blessed us, and so we're looking forward to have them minister the, the, the Word and anything else they want to do. Amen. Song, you got it. They, they, they can do it. They can just have their liberty because they're, they're men and women of that stature. So let's give them a big God bless you. Bishop and Sister Jones, we love you. We love you. God bless you. All yours, sir. Thank you, Pastor Joseph. Thank you for allowing us to come back again. We remember you guys from last time, and uh, boy, that's, in fact, do you know, it's almost one year to the date. It was the uh, about the 11th of uh, November, which was uh, uh, Veterans Day, and boy, we were down here with you and had a great time. And, and as, I'm a farmer, and as I came in this morning, I saw strawberry fields, and I think my wife saw somebody picking strawberries, so tomorrow... I may go out there. I don't know what it is or not. You can tell me when it's over. Order on. Well, since we were here last, a lot of exciting things have happened. One is we did an urban crusade in Orlando, Florida. Well, Oki, Orlando area. We are revitalizing a church there that was planted about six or seven years ago and, and really giving life. The young man is taken from Chicago, born and raised in Chicago, almost like my son. I don't have any sons, but like my son, ordered on. He's taken a church for 15 people and got it up to 75. Ordered on. Yes, thank the Lord for that. And uh, at, at the time when I went down there in February, I was working two jobs. I said, well, you know, it's hard. Pastoring is the hardest job you'll do. 
It's not easy at all. Some people think it's easy. But Pastor Joseph can tell you there's no end to it. It's like a housewife job. You work and says, you know what, I'm going to take a break. Order on. So it's tough. So I asked him, I said, I want you to resign one of those jobs so you can give yourself more time to the ministry. Because if you give yourself more time to ministry, it will grow and things will happen for the glory of God. He did that. So every month, we have been helping him pay the rent on that. So we're excited about that. Then... Three months ago, we started a church in Raleigh, North Carolina. Raleigh is an exploding city. It's a growing city. And we feel that, boy, we need to be there planting a church. And so we're there. And every month, the young man called me last week and said, hey, where's my rent money? All right. I said, I'll get it to you this week. Thank the Lord for that. It's good to have friends like you. And then I, this is the only second time I've been out of Chicago and uh, since uh, March, I'm about to go crazy. I love Chicago, but, you know, you need to get a break from it every now and then. Ordinary, and be refreshed. And so certainly uh, I took over, uh, helped with a church. I brought a church in the Sims of God in Harvey, Illinois. You know where that is. In Harvey, Illinois, three years ago. And the pastor uh, doing a good job there. And on Father's Day, he fell dead, 58 years old, with a heart attack. And the people sort of became hysterical, what I mean, saying, we don't know what we're going to do. We don't know how we're going to survive. And so I'm the, I'm the type of person, if I see a need, I overload myself. I said, you don't have to worry about anything. I said, I'll, I'll be here with you. I'll work with you. I'll preach for you. I'll visit you in the hospital. I'll counsel you. Whatever needs to be done, I'll do it. In fact, uh, I made a commitment that I shouldn't have made because March of this coming 21-21, Pastor, I, I was born and raised on a farm in southern Missouri. My goal is to move back to that farm. Although I'm not going to retire, but move back to the fire and cut back a little bit. But I may have to cancel that order on because I am not about to leave God's work hanging and that kind of thing. So that, those are some of the things that, uh, that we've been done. And my wife, I have my wife with me. She'll come and sing. Then I'll come back and preach. Thank you again for the opportunity. Amen. Amen. Good morning. Good morning. It's a good day to be alive. Somebody say amen. Amen. God is still large and he's in charge. And we thank God for that. We've got some goodies back there on the back. Just before I sing, I want to remind you of um, my newest book, Kathy's Depression Concession Stand. You know, a lot of people are going through depression and they are absolutely in need of help. This is a good way to help them. I tell my journey how God delivered me from being depressed. Um, from not being able to have children, and then I also deal with other kinds of depression. So you want to make sure you get it. The book comes in paperback and on CD. So you can have that. And then also, um, many of you are at home and you can't go out uh, where you'd like to go for entertainment. So we've got the DVDs, Whose Man Is This and Whose Woman Is This, uh, live plays that we did, and God blessed us to do, and we don't have no no cursing and no faking and all that kind of stuff. We're the clean Tyler Perry. So you can feel comfortable in getting these, and they're all on sale for you today. Our music is here, um, um, is there. Courtesy Picks a Hat or Courtesy's Adventure for Your Children is here. A new book that just uh, released last month from us is My Life, My Journey, My Testimony by Rachel Ramirez. It's an awesome book of her story of how God brought her through her journey. And a wonderful Hispanic lady who has an awesome book. Whose Man Is This is there. And you know you got the right man. And if you don't ever want to see another man, you need to get the book. If you don't have the right man, you need to get the book. That is, if you're, if you're married to him, you need to keep him. But if you're not married to him, you need to get the book. <laughs> and then the Soul Winner's Manual, Spencer's book on reaching the lost for Christ. And you know what? That's the main thing that we need to be doing, reaching the lost for Christ. More men and women are open today than ever before. More men and women are open to hearing about the good news of Jesus Christ. And we have to be ready and we have to be steady in presenting it to them. Amen. I'm going to be singing for you number five, Warfare Tears. Amen. Psalms 126, verse 6. He that goeth forth weeping, bearing precious seed, will doubtless come again with joy, bringing his seed with him. Aren't you glad about it? Oh, Satan, you lose. 
Don't you let these tears I'm crying leave you confused. For these tears I'm shedding, they ain't crying no blues. I've been down here on my knees telling my Savior all my fears. And he's taken away my sorrow, giving me warfare tears. I've got warfare tears. I've got a warfare tears. Cause Satan, he Satan, he loses. Oh, yeah. He better get up on Now, Hannah, she prayed and did her nest of soul. Her lips, they moved, but her words could not be told. Even Eli, the priest from God, didn't recognize Christ was near. He had taken away her sorrow, given her warfare tears. I've got a warfare tears. I've got a warfare tears. Cause Satan, he loses. Oh, yeah. He better get up on out of here. Well, I've got a warfare tears. I've got a warfare tears. Cause Satan, he loses. Oh yeah, you better get up on out of here. Now it don't matter if you're walking in shoes like Joe's. They could be Shadrach's, Meshach's, or a Bendigo's. But you gotta pray till you break through in your body and your soul. And you get up off of your knees. Tell that devil where to go. Come on and use your warfare. Use your warfare. Cause Satan, he loses. Oh, yeah, he better get up on out of here. Gotta use your warfare. Be with me, church. Cause Satan, he loses. Oh, yeah, he better get up on out of here. Now, all that crying don't mean nothing. If you don't know what to do about your husband, wife, and child, and the bills that are due, cause it's a warfare we raise at the very gates of hell that will give us victory and a story to tell. Come on, and you, warfare, good, y'all, warfare, cause Satan, he loses, oh, yeah. He better get up on out of here. Gotta use your warfare cheese. Come on, use the warfare Cause Satan, he loses. Oh, yeah. He better get up on out of here. We war, y'all. Two, three, four. I'm going to war. I'm going to war. Two, three, four. On my knees. Bringing in the Jesus hot. Two, three, four. I'm going to war, I'm going to war, hot, two, three, four, on my knees, declaring war, we win, we win, oh don't you know we win, the devil's been defeated, we've got victory once again, we win, we win, oh don't you know we win, use your warfare, my brother, we win. You gotta use those warfare. My brother, we win. Come on and use your warfare. My brother, we win. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank the Lord that we are winners. Hallelujah. Yes. This Bible said, many of the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivered them out of them all. If you and I will pray and keep our faith and confidence in God, He'll see us through. Amen? Well, thank you again for allowing us to come and be with you today. You have your Bibles, and I don't mean to have you during exercise, but you know what? Every now and then it's good for us to walk and stand. Do you believe I walk more this week than any week in my life? When I added up from Monday through Friday, Pastor, I had walked 25 miles. I did eight on Monday. So, it, and I've, I've never felt better. Yeah. Why don't we stand? Stand and act of reverence. Turn in your Bibles. 
Turn your Bibles to uh, Acts, the third chapter. And I'm going to read verses 1 to to, uh, 11 to you. This is what it says. Peter and John went up to the temple one afternoon to take part in a 3 o'clock prayer service. As they approached the temple, a man lame from his birth, lame from birth was being carried in. Each day he was put aside beside the temple gate. The, he, the one called the beautiful gate so he could beg from the people going into the temple. When he saw Peter and John about to enter, he asked them for some money. Peter and John looked at him intently. And Peter said, look at us. This man, the lame man, looked at them eagerly, expecting something money. But Peter said, I don't have any silver or gold for you, but I give you what I have. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, get up and walk. Then Peter took the lame man by the right hand and helped him up. As he did, the lame man's feet and ankle bone instantly healed and strengthened. He jumped up, stood on his feet, and began to walk. Then walking, leaping, and praising God, he went into the temple with them. All the people saw him, uh, saw him walking and heard him praising God. When they all realized he was the lame beggar that had seen, had seen so often at the beautiful gate, they were absolutely astounded. They rushed out in amazement to Solomon Colonnade, where the man was holding tightly to Peter and John. Let's look at, uh, let's look at verses uh, 6. But Peter said, I don't have any silver or gold for you, but I give you what I have. But I give you what I have. We always don't have money to give people that are begging, people that are down and out, but we can give them something. We all got something we can give. Let's pray, and then you can be saved. Lord, I thank you for this church. I thank you for Pastor Joseph that you placed here to lead this church, and I thank you for the good things that are happening here. Thank you for the spirit and the attitude that we sense in the place today. Now, Lord, as I get ready to preach your word to your people, I pray your word will challenge them. Your word will inspire them. Your word will convict them. Your word will transform them by the power of the Holy Spirit. Help me to preach your word with purpose, with power, and with authority, and all of God's people says, you may have, you may be sitting. Today, the, the, the theme is, what do you have? What do you have that you can demonstrate the love of God to people that are lost, people that are hurting, people that are bound, people that are lonely, people that are discouraged? What do you have? All of us got something for the glory of God. I discovered basically all of us have four things. One is all of us have a God-given gift. To do certain things well. Your gift may be different than mine, but all of us have been given the ability to do certain things well. Amen. And all of us have what we call time. When you get your and my age, you discover how much time you have. Amen. And sometimes we can do more with the time that God has given us if we use it wisely. May God help us to rise in the name of Jesus for the glory of God. Now, so, uh, all of us got the love of God in our hearts. Some of us got more than others. Some of our hearts just overflow with the love of God. I don't know whether you're like me. I keep asking God, give me more. Because I recognize if I have more, I can touch more lives. I can help more people. I can do more for the glory of God if I only have more of the love of God. And I recognize the love of God is shed abroad, not only in my heart, but in your heart by the power of the Holy Spirit. So what I need to do is ask God, I want more for the glory of God. Amen. For the glory of God. Amen. And that all of us have words. That all of us have time. We have talent. We have resources. And we have a little bit of money. Some have got more than others. But all of us, I teach people in Chicago, the poorest people, you got a little bit of money. You use it differently than most people. Amen. So all of us got something to give for the glory of God. May the good Lord help us to rise in the name of Jesus and see the need all around us and give. I read this article yesterday coming in here from uh, Chicago in the Church of God magazine. I was inspired by it. It was uh, describing uh, some elderly people in that church, in a church. One was had been in the church. One was 89 years old. And every Sunday morning, he shows up to greet people as they come in. Amen. The other one, other one, other lady by the name of Ann had taught Sunday school for 63 years. And then there was another person that, that uh, was in a praise and worship service. I think the lady was 68 and the guy was 77. They had, you know, they recognized they had time. You see, you and I got time. We, can, we, we don't need to waste our time. You know, we don't need to waste our time. And God, help us to rise in the name of Jesus and do something for God. Amen? So, what do we have? We have a word. How many know we got a word? We got a word. We can give somebody some hope. 
we got a word we can encourage somebody. People are looking for a word of encouragement. It doesn't matter whether you're a police officer or a cook or it doesn't matter who you are. People need a word. Hallelujah. Notice that the Bible said Peter and John are about to go into the temple. They always went to the three o'clock prayer. And that day they was on their way in the temple. And the Bible said there was a man being carried. I'm always impressed by the guys who carried this man every day, Pastor, order on. That took a lot of their time, order on. They took time to bring this man to the temple every day. And the Bible said they laid him down at the temple. And he'd been paralyzed for years. And he was expecting something. God, help us to come to the church every Sunday morning expecting something. We don't want to go through the routine. I've been there before. God, help us to come with a renewed spirit, renewed attitude. God, I'm expecting a word. I'm expecting a revelation. I'm expecting a talk. I'm expecting an answer to prayer. I'm expecting a healing. I'm expecting a miracle. Is there any expectation in this place this morning? We expect our church to grow. We expect God to enter our church. We expect people to be healed. We expect people to be delivered. We expect lives to be changed for the glory of God. May the good Lord give us a spirit of expectation. Because sometimes we lose that. And when we lose that, nothing happens. But when we keep that, something happened in our lives, in our families, in our churches for the glory of God. Amen? So Peter and John gave this man a word. They said, look on us. The guy looked up. He was expecting to receive something. He was expecting money. But how many know that you and I got something greater than money that we can give people? Let's give them Jesus. The songs they give them Jesus. Amen. Let's give people in Africa Jesus. Let's give people in Chicago Jesus. Let's give people in San Francisco Jesus. Let's give people in Orlando Jesus. For the That's the greatest thing and the greatest name in all the world. God help us to give them Jesus. Peter and John gave them a word. May God help us. You know, sometimes we're so, such a hurry to come in and such a word to go, go out. We don't look around us. There are people in this church that need a word from you. A word that says, I miss you. Words that I love you. A word that says, I care for you. A word that says, I'm praying for you. Words encourage people. Hallelujah. Words lift people and inspire people and encourage people. May God help us to rise in the name of Jesus and speak the word for the glory of God. Well, what keeps us from giving people a word? Well, there's several things. Fear. Pride. But God has not given us that. May God help us to rise in the name of Jesus and give somebody a word. It says in Isaiah, the 50th chapter, verse 4, that God has given, he said, the Lord God has given me the tongue of the line that I should know how to speak a word in season. Hallelujah. Speak a word in season. Somebody that's maybe going through a valley of discouragement. They may be going through a divorce. They may be going through a hard time. They may be going through loneliness. And you and I need to walk in the spirit and say, God, give me a word to bless somebody. Give me a word to lift somebody. Give me a word to inspire people. In fact, why don't we raise our hand, all of us, and ask God to give us a word for somebody tomorrow, a word for somebody today. Your wife may need a word. Your wife may need a word. Hallelujah. I love you. Whatever it is, God, help us to speak the word for the glory of God. There's life in the word. There's healing in the word. There's deliverance in the word. May the good Lord help us to rise in the name of Jesus and do that for the glory of God. Amen. Oh, God, hallelujah. Thank the Lord. I was a soldier in Vietnam in 52 years ago. I was raised on a farm, raised in a Methodist church. Never saw myself doing no more than farming, driving a tractor or whatever. Or on. But I met a, a white soldier in Vietnam. He was not a preacher that was filled with the Holy Spirit. And you could tell this guy was different. You know, you meet some people, you can tell something different about them. How they don't have to say anything. You could sense God. You could sense the presence of God. Or on, and as I was a cook, I was with infantry, with an infantry. He was a medic, and he went out and worked on soldiers that were dying on a battlefield. In order, he'd come in at night and order on and stuff like that to know him. And I, one day, I noticed something about him that, uh, that, that was different about other soldiers. I said, you got something. He said, yeah, I got the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. 
I said, would you help me get that? Hallelujah. I want what you got. Hallelujah. I want that peace. I want that joy. I want that power. I want that zeal. I want that enthusiasm. I want that excitement. I want that for the glory of God. And every night when he would come in from the fields, he and I would go up in the little chapel, and we'd pray and seek God for the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And on July 31st, 1967, God filled me with the baptism of the Spirit. That changed my life. That changed my world for the glory of God. Let's you and I rise in the name of Jesus and give what we got for the God. It may be a time. It may be prayer. It may be a word of law. But God, help us to rise in the name of Jesus and do it for the glory of God. Amen. While we raise our hands, help me, Lord. Give me Thank you, dear Lord. Second thing all of us have or should have is good works. Jesus says in Matthew, the fifth chapter, verse 16, Live so men can see your good works and glorify the Father. How many know people need to see our good works in the church? Hallelujah. If no more than praying for your church, no more than praying for your pastor, no more than encouraging, people need to see our good works. People need to see our good works in our neighborhood. Hallelujah. That's how they can be brought to Jesus. I live in a neighborhood where there's a, a white gentleman live across in front of me. He and only him and his sister. I've never seen anybody else at the house, but him and his sister. And God told me order on five years ago that I need to shovel his snow. And I started shoveling snow. And after that, God said, you know what? You need to, I'm a cook, all on. I don't, you know, I don't cook for money or anything like that. But I like cooking. It just, it just, it gets me excited. God said, take that man, cook that man a meal. Every, twice a week, I cook him a meal. I cooked him some sloppy yesterday. Hold on. He said, what are you trying to do to me? I started saying, I'm trying to get you saved. <laughs> <laughs> Praise God. But he has prayed to send us prayer with me. 87 years old. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Praise the name of the Lord. Live so men can see your good works. Hallelujah. Your good works in the neighborhood. Your good works in the church. Your good works in your home. Your good works wherever you go. How many know that works should follow us? Hallelujah. And sir and ma'am, one day you and I are going to stand before the judgment seat of Christ. And you know what he's going to judge us for? Not for my sins. My sins have been taken care of. Your sins have been taken Thank God for Jesus. He's washed away my sins. I don't have to worry about sin. But guess what? When I stand before Jesus, I'm going to be given a account of what I've done for God. Did I work? Did I work to help God build His kingdom? Did I work in my neighborhood? Did I work in my church? Hallelujah. Lord, brothers and sisters, we never want to come to the point that says, I've done enough or I'm tired. No, that somebody can use a telephone call. Somebody can use a prayer. Somebody can use a ride to church. God, help us to ride in the name of Jesus and work for the glory of God. Nehemiah said, we finished the wall because the people had a mind. God, give us a mind. Give us a mind to invite people to church. Give us a mind to pray. Give us a mind to reach out. Give us a mind to do God's work. Why don't we raise our hands to God work in our hearts and lives? I, I was a senior in college all during my college days. I was involved in various things from helping with a church in the getters in Springfield. Or whatever needed to be done, I was involved. Or being an usher in chapel, I was involved. I didn't want to waste my time. We waste a lot of time. And amazing. I read an article the other day that's troubling. I hope you're not there. That this average American wastes three and a half hours a day on computers and cell phones. Let me say this. Only what you and I do for Jesus is going to last. God help us. Amen. But my senior day in college, man, was the most exciting day of all, all, all of my college days. It's always when they would give out awards for what people have done. I knew I was getting one award, but I didn't know I was getting three. On and on. I could pastor, I got one award, went and sat down, and, and they called my name again. Hallelujah. I went and got that award, called my name again. Got three awards, and all of a sudden the Spirit of God says, this is what heaven is going to be like. 
God is going to work. Hallelujah. Nobody else may see what you're doing. Huh? Nobody else may encourage you. Nobody else may be doing stuff. But rise in the name of Jesus and say to good Lord, I'm going to work for you until the day I die. Hallelujah. May God stir us up to do good works around the world, in our church, in our neighborhood, in our community for the glory of God. Hallelujah. When was the last time you invited somebody to church? As simple as that. May the good Lord help us. To rise in the name of Jesus. Peter and John said to the lame man, I don't have what you're looking for, but I got something. We need to say to lonely people, I got something for you. We need to say to people that are bound, I got something. We need to say to people that are sick, I got something. We need to say to people that are ready to give up on life, I got something. Hallelujah. God, hello, hello. God, may God open our eyes and give us a spirit of discernment so we can see what people need. Hallelujah. We praise the name of the Lord. The last thing in that text is that on Peter and John said, we got something. What are we talking about? We got some power. What makes us any different? I saw several churches coming in here today. What makes us any different than any of those churches that are around here? What makes us any different? Is it the building that makes us different? Is it the wonderful past that you have that makes us different? Is it the seats that we sit in makes us different? Amen. What makes us different? All, all those things are wonderful. I'm not demeaning that, but I tell you what. You know what I like to think what makes this church different is the people that come here are filled with the Spirit of God. They are filled with the power of God. They walk in the power. They love the power. They crave the power. They pray to God. I got to have more power on a daily basis. I tell God, more power, more power. I can get more people healed and delivered. I can witness more if I got more power and authority. Hallelujah. I can do it for the glory of God. The Bible says in Acts 1a, ye shall receive power after the Holy Ghost. We need an outpouring of the Holy Ghost in our church there so our people can rise in the name of Jesus and go out there and touch somebody. Hey! May there be a move. May there be a move of the power of God. It says and uh, 2 Timothy 1, 7, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a spirit of power and love and a sound mind. I thank God I got the power of God. I thank God I got the power to lay hands on the I thank God I got the power of God to overcome uh, everything. Why don't we raise our hand and thank God for the power of God. Come on. Let's thank God for the power of God. Let's thank God. We need more in our lives. We need more in this church. We need to flow for the glory of God. Glory to God. When the power of God is present, things happen. Hallelujah. The sad commentary about the American church, the power has evaporated. And some of us don't even know it. But it's time for us to to be stirred. To say, God, we need to see more. There are more hurting Americans now than ever before. There are more sick Americans now than ever before. There are more people in bondage now than ever before. Hallelujah. We need to claim the power. We need to walk in the power. And we need to use the power. May God help us to rise in the name of Jesus. And walk in the power. And use the power. For the glory of God. Amen. Why don't we just raise our hand again. Come on. Raise that. Talk to him. Talk to him. <laughs> oh, we thank you, dear Lord. Wonderful Jesus. Oh, God, give us a hunger. Give us a desire. Give us a craving. Give us a longing for the power of God. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. I was in Jacksonville, Florida about seven years ago. And this lady, she must have been about 40 years old, on the way out the door because I always talk to people. And uh, she says, let me tell you my story. So I said, go ahead and tell me your story. She turned around and pointed to, I think it was, is, what is it, I-95 or 75 come out of Jacksonville? 95. She said, 16 years ago, I was up on that expressway on my way to the St. John's River to commit suicide. And I made a wrong turn. <laughs> Thank God for wrong turns. And she said, I ended up in this church parking lot. 
hold on. And since that three ladies saw that I was confused, there was something going on. And they came out to my car. And they opened the door to my car. Hallelujah. And they began praying. The shackles broke. Hallelujah. They began praying that God delivered me and set me free. Hallelujah. They didn't say, we need to go get the pastor. They didn't say, we need to go get the elder. They knew how to pray. Amen. God, help us to rise in the name of Jesus and tap into the power of God. Thank God for your leaders. Thank God for your pastor. But it's time for people like you and you who sit in the pew, who walk in the power of God. Amen. You can pray the prayer of faith. You can see miracles. You can see life. Saying, may the good Lord help us, help us to rise in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. And she said, something broke. Spirit suicide broke. And now I sing in the choir every Sunday morning. There's power in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. May the good Lord help us to rise in the name of Jesus. For the glory of God. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. God want to use all of us. God want to use every one of us. Doesn't matter who you are. Doesn't matter where you are. God wants to use us. God want to use us to touch hurting people. God want to use us to testify. God want to use us to witness. God want us to use us to pray the prayer of faith. God want us to reach out and touch hopeless people. God want to use you. And guess what? It bring more joy to your life. It bring more peace to your life. It bring more fulfillment to your life. In fact, I am now happier now than I've ever been in my lifetime. You say, wait a minute, does that, do you have more money? No, I got less money, but I got more of God. I got more of the power of God. I witness more. I testify more. I touch the lives of people. May the good Lord help us to rise in the name of Jesus and be useful for God. Let's make a difference in this neighborhood, in this community, where we live and where we go to church for the glory of God. Thank you, dear Lord. Praise and when we stand Sister, if you could play the chorus, we're not going to ask anybody to come forth, but we want to sing the chorus a couple of times. My wife can help you. As the deer panteth for the water book, so panteth my soul after you. <laughs> I long to be used by you, dear Lord. I long to, for the Spirit of God to flow through me to touch other people. Hallelujah. I want to be that river. Hallelujah. I want to be that source of power. I recognize I have so much to give. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I have so much to give. I got talent. I got a word. Hallelujah. I got time. Amen. And I got resources. And may God help me to rise in the name of Jesus and do it. Come on, help us sing it, Kathy. And we'll sing it a couple of times. And then I'll just pray. And, and then you can just, at that point, you can just slip out. Come on. Praise the Glory to God.
telling him that you, he's your strength. He's your strength. That's where your strength comes from. That's where your power comes from, man. It flows through him. Hallelujah. If you and I just heal our spirits and our heart, why don't we just raise our hand and talk to him? Let's talk to him. Let's talk to him. That's the God we've got to have the strength. We want the strength for the glory. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Oh, God is good. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes. 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 Father, for every broken heart, let the oil of the Holy Ghost be poured out in a great measure right now in Jesus' name. For every hurting inside, let the oil of heaven just flow soothingly, lovingly, and powerfully to men to minister, to bring calm and strength to insides that have been wounded, that have been frustrated, that have been assaulted. Father, in the name of Jesus, the healing of broken and wounded hearts. Father, a fresh anointing for every willing vessel. A fresh anointing for every willing vessel to go and do the works of God. Thank you for that, Father. We thank you, Lord, for your word. We thank you for your servants. We thank you for this wonderful ministry that has stirred us and strengthened us and challenged us for the glory of God. Now, Father, bless these dear ones. Open up many, many doors of opportunity this week. Use them to bring forth your word, your message, and to do your works. In Jesus' name and all God's people said, God bless you. Don't forget, offerings in the back. And just, um, you want to bless Bishop, Sister Jones, just, just write it. Make sure you mark it out. You know, just mark it out to them and we'll get it to them. And they got a table in the back so you can say hi to them uh, on your way out. God bless you. Have a great week. We'll see you on Wednesday.